Hola, homegirls. What's up? And welcome to another episode of the Hello Loca online talk radio show. This is your hostess, Miss Crazy, checking in on this fine Tuesday, April 5th. Welcome to this podcast. If you are a new listener, thank you so much for taking a chance. And if you are a usual listener, thank you so much for sticking around. As always, at the beginning of every episode, I give you a quick rundown of all my social media links in case you happen to stumble upon this podcast. You can find me mostly on Twitter under Miss Crazy. That's M-S-K-R-A-Z-I-E. On Instagram under Hello Loca and also my boutique on Instagram, which is Shop Hello Loca, all together, no spaces. My website where you could find pretty ass jewelry for my pretty ass homegirls and homeboys helloloca.com music website misscrazy.com as well as every music platform just search miss crazy on there and you will see what i do also on facebook the only verified miss crazy page just search miss crazy it's the only one with the check mark on snapchat i'm under to homegirl that's t-u homegirl all together which means your homegirl. On TikTok, I'm under Miss Crazy or Hello Loca. One of those, you guys. I really got to check. And then Hello Plants on TikTok as well, which is my plant TikTok. I just put videos of my plants. Yes, you guys. I am into plants. You know, you learn everything. You learn new things every day. Okay, so getting into today's episode, you guys, I had no idea what I was going to talk about today, but like, let me tell you my situation right now. Hold on, you guys, because I'm right here in my bed. Yes, you guys, this is, this show is unscripted, unrehearsed, on everything. I just, at the, you know, moment, when I feel like I'm able to record, I come and I do my thing. So as you know, I sidetrack a lot. I say mm a lot. I say and, you know, all this stuff. But that, it gets no realer than that, you know? So let's see. First of all, you guys, I'm worried because I haven't finished the LA trip episode, you know? I left it at part two and there's still more to talk about that. So I'm just going to say it right quick because I want to get that over with. Because if not... I don't know. I have it weighing over me and I'm like, dang, it's already April. And I went to that show at the, at the end of January and I still haven't finished talking about it. Like that is, you know, I'm lagging it big time. So I don't know where we left off, you guys. But long story short, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember I was on the last on the episode on part two of my LA trip which by the way if you have no idea what I'm talking about you guys go back on the episodes and listen to an episode called my LA trip part one and also listen to an episode called my LA trip part two and this is part three so go listen to those first before you listen to this one because then you're not gonna know so anyway on the last episode I had mentioned to you guys that there was something that I wanted to say to anybody that went there that might have felt a certain type of way um you guys i had no idea and i'm telling you this wholeheartedly like straight out i had no idea that there was going to be a meet and greet at that show um you know i honestly don't know if it was even on the flyer 
it could have been on the flyer and and I just didn't really pay attention to that part but the reason why I'm telling you this is because usually when we have a meet and greet at a show be it before the show or after the show I am told about this you know at least the day before and the same day of the show and moments before we go to the show and reminded over and over because of the schedule you know because of the timing because of everything and they want to make sure that I'm there on that at a certain time or that I stay there till a certain time or something well for the LA show no one told me anything nobody now you know it was a hectic show backstage you know meaning like the business aspect of it so I don't know <clears throat> I don't know what happened there but long story short I was not told about any any meet and greet and that is why I left after my performance you know not only did I leave after my performance um right away because you know I didn't know that we had anything else to do but also because the next day well that day because you know we ended up ended the show like I don't know two in the morning around there because that same day in the morning I had to take off to TJ and you know it's a drive to TJ plus if I haven't gotten any sleep plus I had an appointment in TJ early morning so you know it wasn't not, not even like if if I would have wanted I could have stayed, you know, I wasn't able to stay either way, but I was never told about any meet and greet. So I left. And then a few days later, I find out that there was people, some people waiting for like a meet and greet. And I felt all kinds of bad because I feel like at the end of the day, you, the artist, is the one that ends up looking bad if, you know, something goes down like that. Nobody else ends up looking bad, only you. And you get left like the person that didn't want to do it. You get you get put as the person that thinks they're too good to do it or that was rude and didn't want to do it or whatever, you know. But that's not the case. Those who know me personally and and even those who who are, you know, truly feel my vibe they know that i am not about that and i would not ever leave you guys hanging just like that no masalo way you know um so i just wanted to bring that up just in case because i i was shocked when i found out that there was a meet and greet you know of course nowadays pues ya pongo un poquito más atención and, and i ask even if i don't hear anything I ask to make sure that uh, nothing's going on. And if something is going on, then that I'm told how it's going to work. Okay, so with that said, you guys, I left. We ended up going back to the hotel room of one of my homegirls and meeting up with Sleepy Loca and Baby Doll at that hotel. And... And just, you know, and a few other other homegirls that they had. And and we ended up having a real good time, you guys. It felt like, it felt really good. It felt like if we were back in the day and I don't know, maybe it's because it's it's a rare occasion. You know, it's only a certain, certain times in my life that I have been in one same room with other girl rappers, you know, that are like for my time, my, my era and... And that we're just like chilling and I don't know, like as a fan, like from the fan perspective, you guys, I was like, you know, starstruck. 
and just having a really good time. We talked and, and we got to to enjoy that night. Um, I really, really had missed both, you know, Sleepy Loca and, and Baby Doll. I hadn't seen them in a hot minute and, and you know, getting together with them, talking to them, seeing where their lives ha have taken them and and all that stuff, you guys. It was really, really nice and and I can't wait to be able to do it again. We we spoke about having like another little reunion maybe in San Diego or or even TJ, you know, just where we can we can chill and have a little bit more time to talk because that was kind of rushed, you know, because I had to I had to just pretty much hurry up and, and go to sleep because I had to go to TJ early morning and I wanted to at least get some sleep. Um, you know, especially because I was going to go meet up with a plastic surgeon like you can't you try not to go looking like shit you know but at this but long story short you guys i did end up going looking like shit you know like but this is what happened so um i went back to the hotel room you know we went to sleep and then um the next morning we drove out to tj and we got there. We even got there a little bit late, you guys, because there was like a ton of traffic and it takes like two, two and a half hours to get to, to TJ. So we went, we got there. I went to um, to my consultation because I number one, I had gone because I needed to get my lip fillers redone. Did I need them? No. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you guys when when I feel I need something I'm honest with myself, you know, and I say, okay, I need this. Like, for example, if if um, I go to Sally's Beauty and I'm going to buy like hair bleach and, you know, all the stuff for to dye my hair because I have like thick ass roots or whatever. My hair's a hot mess and I know I need it. You know, so I go and I buy whatever I need that I truly need because I know I need it. Did I need to go get my lips done? No, I didn't. Okay, my lips were not skinny. My lips were not, you know, tiny. My lips have not been like that. But they weren't, you know... You know what? No, bullshit. I was trying to excuse myself right now. Did I need to get my lips done? No, I didn't. At all. At all. I'm not even gonna... I didn't. I'm not trying to say that my lips are like brat status naturally... But I didn't, you know, I didn't need to. But I wanted the feeling that having my lips done does to me, okay? The feeling. Number one, you guys, when your lips are bigger, your face looks smaller. Like to you, you know, I don't know if to the rest of the world, but to me. Like when my lips are bigger... I feel like my face is more proportioned. I don't know. Just it's just a thing. And I feel like I don't know like they make your maybe because everything concentrates on your lips that like you don't pay attention to like the cheeks or whatever else is small. Your eyes are small. My I I've always thought my eyes are small, you guys. I wish my eyes were huger. But anyway, so did I need to? No, you guys. Pero pues I went because I wanted that feeling, which by the way, for whatever reason, um, 
I don't know, you guys. I think it was maybe porque traía, like, more preocupaciones from other things. Um, that I wasn't really so concentrating so, so much on, on that feeling. Which I did kind of get. But at the same time, you guys, something also... Surpri well, I, not surprisingly. No. Okay, you guys, this is the thing. When I have gotten, to, gotten there to go get my lips done, because that's the only place that I've got it, gone to go get my lips done, aside from one time at the very beginning, the first, very first time I got my lips done, I went to a place in Cali that was called California Cosmetics. And it was like super popular on the gram, you guys, at that time. Like everyone and their mom was going there. And I went there, you guys, y me cobraron like... I'm not even lying to you guys, like 700 and something dollars to get my lips done. And I ando de pendeja, you know. Well, not the pendeja, you guys paying for it because they looked beautiful. I'm not going to lie. Pero si era un chingo de dinero, you guys, compared to TJ. I mean, in TJ, you pay like 350 or something, you know. So like half. Um, and for a lot more than one syringe, let me tell you. Um, anyway. So every single time that I that I went to TJ to get my lips done, I always got like two syringes, two and a half, something like that, you know, which is a big amount for the random lip filler person. But anyway, so when I would get my lips done, the right away, like a few hours later, my lips would be huge, like don't look at me huge like let me cover my lips because if somebody sees me they're gonna like get scared huge you know but I knew why they were like that and I didn't get freaked out I've never gotten freaked out like you know you see those YouTube videos where the girls after they go get them done they're like humongous and like the next day they're even huger and the girls get all freaked out oh my god I got botched oh my god this and that and this. no I've never been like that you guys because number one I've always trusted my doctor and number two I just you know I just know how the process goes and no no man vaya asustando but this time you guys okay this time I didn't get two syringes okay let let let's start there maybe that's why But my lips didn't swell up like that. Like, I mean, they did swell up, but not not even close to how they did before. So I know it was, you know, in part because I didn't get that much filler this time. But at the same time, too, like, I don't know, maybe I wanted that huge, you know, stung by 10,000 bees. <laughs> Anywho, you guys. So so anyway, so I went. And, you know, I went in there and I got to see my doctor and I, you know, a part of me was like embarrassed because I'm seeing a plastic surgeon, you know, and he sees nothing but these beautiful, perfect body girls his entire day. And even though I have a relationship with this doctor that has been, you know, built many years for many years because... I met, um, and I'm talking about uh, El Dr. Sergio from Vive Cosmetics. I have known him for a very, very long time. When I was first searching for uh, my doctor for 
the first surgery I ever had for my mommy makeover um, before deciding to go with Bella Bodies. I already knew him before that, before I even knew who Bella Bodies was. Um, but he was my lip doctor, you know, he was he has been my lip doctor since forever. And that's all I knew him for, you know, like lip doctor. I didn't know him as as like, oh, you know, I, I didn't really like dig in too much into the plastic surgery side of him. So, you know, I ended up going with Bella Bodies and I don't regret it at all. I I love them both. I, you know, couldn't say anything bad because I really I like I like them both. Um, some of the doctors over there are great and some of the doctors over here with Vive are great as well. You know, it just depends what you want. So you look for that type of doctor. If you see that a doctor does something that you like, you go there. If you see that another doctor does boobs better, you go over there or that they do booties better, you go over there. That's the way I see it. Anywho, um, and I've always talked to him very straight out. Like that's one thing. His vibe is amazing. And his vibe to me is like one that I can just be straight out with him about and not be embarrassed. But I wasn't embarrassed about what I was going to tell him. I was more embarrassed because I feel like I had let him down, you know, kind of because <clears throat> here I was, you know, 10 pounds heavier than how he left me you know and 10 pounds you guys is fucking 10 pounds you might think like oh that, that it is you know and the thing is you guys that when you get surgery when you get especially like the tummy tuck or lipo so your stomach is no longer huge right so te confias like you get too confident and too comfortable in eating and not taking care of yourself because you don't have that big stomach. So it's not like a reminder of like, girl, you need to like lose weight or you need to like kick back on the junk or whatever, or you need to go exercise because you don't see it. You see a flat stomach. So you're like all fucking comfortable doing whatever and not taking care of your body. And <clears throat> you start gaining weight everywhere else. So it's just like, I don't know. I was just like, oh my God, like he hasn't seen me in a bazillion years. And, and there I was, you know, 10 pounds heavier. And I was like, I didn't even know where to hide my face. But at the, at the same time, I'm like, I just spilled it to him. And I was like, I look bored, you know, all this stuff, because I have that, you know, Tengo esa confianza con él. Like, I, I feel like I'm always able to tell him whatever. And and he doesn't judge. I mean, I never feel like he judges me. So that's another plus. So I told him, you know what? I had gotten depressed and this and that. But aside from the excuses, you know, there was really no excuse. But I told him, you know, like that I was ready to to begin the, the next step of my journey, which is, you know, my boobs and my arms or maybe just my arms or maybe just my boobs. However, he saw it. You know, I was looking at him as the expert and I wanted for him to tell me what he thought. And not only that, but I wanted him to tell me about my weight and what he needed me to do in order for me to proceed. Because I know that you need to be a certain BMI in order 
for them to do your surgeries. And just because I'm his friend or I'm I'm known or whatever the hell you guys want to say, it doesn't mean that safety protocols are going to be jumped, you know? And even if they were, for whatever reason, it's not something you want done if you're not like trying to, you know, be safe. You can't play with your life like that. So I really respect that when it comes to to professional people in the field. You know, like if they tell you there's something you should do, don't just say like, oh, you know, they're being like this and that. Let me go find another surgeon that will do it. Because chances are, homegirl, you will find someone else that'll do it. Don't get me wrong. But why are you playing around with that? You know, if surgery is already a risk as it is, and already even if you go into it 100%, you know, double checked and safe and this and that shit can happen. So it's definitely nothing to play with. And, it's, and the doctors aren't being mean. I don't think they're being mean, you guys, when they say you have to be a certain BMI. Because um, what do they got to lose? They could be taking in everyone and their mom with high BMIs to make money. But that's not the point. If they're telling you you need to be a certain BMI, you need to, it's because of your safety. You know, they don't want you dying on them either. Que no les conviene tampoco a ellos. So anyway, you know, um, I talked to him and me revisó you guys. And and yeah, you know, he was like that my height, you know, my height does really help me out with my weight because of the fact that, you know, it. I don't know if it maybe distributes it or I don't know what. But he was not mean, you guys, at all about the whole weight, waking thing. And, and, you know, that helped me be a little bit less embarrassed. But nonetheless, you know, I knew that I what I needed to do. So. Um, so then that was that. And he gave me like the quote and it was a, in a, like a great quote. I'm not going to going to lie to you guys. It was it was a really good price for. For what I'm doing. The only reason that I don't like mentioning exact numbers, you guys, is for my own financial, you know, privacy. Um, but it's not for free. And it's not, you know, like, give me a dollar and <laughs> and I'll do it, you know, for a dollar. Like, no, bitch. Like, we're talking G's, you know, thousands um, for this work. And... And it's a great price, though. It's a great price compared to up here. Um, and just to give you a ballpark, you guys, one time I I had a consultation with a surgeon here in the States and he quoted me $14,000 for my arms alone. Fourteen grand for my arms alone. And let me tell you that the quote that I got from the doctor is less than 10. Okay. For both my arms and my boobs together. So. Okay. So with that said, you guys, I was like, okay. Um, that's that. But then, you know. It's, it's just a little bit. It's a little bit scary. You know, um, not scary in the sense of 
oh, I'm going to die or anything like that. No, I'm talking about scary in the sense of I hate having to need a ton of help, you know? And when I think about my arms being out of commission and that alone is going to, you know, I'm going to need help for that and, and not being able to do, you know, pretty much probably not a lot of things for myself for like a while it gets me anxious you know because I don't like bugging people for help whether it be my family or or friends or whatever but unfortunately I know I'm going to need help and it's kind of like oh my god you know so it's a little bit tough for me on that aspect so you know I'm like trying to look at the dates and trying to see um but at the same time it's it's, you know, I want to at least try to lose those 10 pounds because I I would be, you know, back onto that good BMI like I was, you know, when he left me. And so I got to do that first. You know, I can't jump steps, you guys. And then another thing, too, that I don't need for anybody to tell me that I know that I need to do is my whole iron situation, you guys. You know, my low iron anemia thing, if you don't know what that is, look it up. Look at what low iron anemia is. And it's a condition that I've suffered on and off since I had my first kid. And it's this, this thing that when I know, I know that it's really bad that I'm like really bad with it when, when it starts affecting my life hardcore, when I feel so tired, like my body feels so tired that all I want to do is sleep. And when I get up from sleeping, I'm still tired. And when I you know, try to go about my day. It's like I feel excessively exhausted. Like I want to cry tired, you know, and I beat myself up about it because I am a mom. I have things to do. I have responsibilities to take care of. So when I feel like that, I get angry at myself because I let I know that I let my iron get that bad. And and then I know that it's even worse when I start craving like nothing but ice you know and i'm right there eating ice chips um and i have this like incredible craving for like um it's because you guys would never understand unless you guys saw it or unless you guys have gone through it but for example there like there's this type of chalk and it's not the kind of chalk that you write with like on the board um it's like actual like these chunks of like white chalk Thing from Ukraine and and like you really start craving that that like smell of like wet dirt like after it rains like a lot of this stuff like pregnant people crave like ask your mom or your aunt or somebody in your family and they'll probably be able to explain it in case you are a youngin and you don't know what I'm talking about 
but like those cravings of like that type of like non-food item and and it's because of the iron deficiency like your body is wanting that mineral or whatever i don't know something like that you guys but and there's actual like stores online you guys that sell this stuff like there's stores online that sell um chalk edible chalk they sell edible clay and it's not the kind of clay that you guys play with this is not these are other types of like mineral things um yeah and like that stuff you guys and that's when i know that it's really bad and that's like been happening like I, on the flight home i i remember like they asked me if i wanted something to drink you know how like the flight attendant and and i was like yeah can you just give me like two cups of like just filled with ice like even talking to you guys about it right now you guys i'm thinking about like going downstairs and going to my refrigerator and getting crushed ice from the little thing you know and it's kind of like all bad because i know that when it's like that when i'm craving it that bad i must be really bad with my iron and especially because i just had my period not too long ago so it's even worse because of the loss of blood guys it's and i know this is too am i but i don't give a fuck because this is my audio journal and what i say is what i say so i'm a hot mess when it comes to that and in order for you to have any surgeries your hemoglobin your blood iron whatever it needs to be at a certain number i think it's like 12 and above and me over here living on like six and seven probably right now or even lower i don't know you know i you're i mean it's dangerous you can't because you lose blood during surgery you can't risk it in this condition so it's kind of like how bad do you want it that you need to fix that shit asap if you want to proceed with whatever else you know and 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 it's and it's one of those things you guys that you know that you need to fix about yourself but you keep putting it off because you have so many other preocupaciones in your head that you feel take priority or need to take priority before you can focus on your well-being, on your health. And you just keep putting it off like, you know, I'll eventually do it. I'll eventually do it because you're so busy in your day to day that you just, you know, but I know I need to do it. And I know I need to do it before I can schedule anything. But at the same time, I already told the doctor. I was like, doctor, what do you think about like, you know, June? And he said, yeah. And here I am like not knowing. Will I be ready by then? I don't know you guys. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. And then, you know, thinking you'll be out of commission. You know, you won't be able to be doing much during at least because he said it, I would be out for at least a month. And it's like, can I really, you know, put off a month? But then again, I'm just like, you know, 
sacrifices bitch like that is that is what you need to do and eventually it'll pay off and i know it will you know i because i know what it will do to me girl the minute that i'm able to wear all that kind of stuff girl the minute <laughs> the minute that i see myself in the mirror with my boobs up here and looking fucking bomb ass fuck to myself you know because like i said beauty is in the eye of the beholder what i may consider beautiful you guys might consider horrific but i know what i want to see and that's what i want to see on myself i want to be able to to wear those shirts you guys to wear no bra to wear pasties to wear you know and and i don't care about scars at this point because i know that you know better having scars than than staying the way i am like that so um you know so then so then with that and then um So that's how that went, you guys. You know, I know it was not so much chisme, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to do an episode just talking, about, you know, finishing this out because I already need to finish out the trip because there's other stuff I want to talk about about other things. And I don't want to like for it to be piling up. But anyway, so that's how that went, you guys. And so let's see what happens. You know, the doctor said that that, the you know, June looked good. But will I be ready by then? Or will I be a hot mess and have to tell him like, you know what, doctor? I'm not ready. I don't know. But we'll see. Porque si tengo un chingo de otras cosas, you guys, that I'm like, oh my God, I have to do this and this and that. I want to go to Mexico, you know, ASAP, because I need to go see my grandma, you guys. My grandma's like super old. I don't want to have no regrets. And there's a lot of aunts that I want to see. A lot of... A lot of families that I need to give a big hug to. And, you know, I seen them on FaceTime this past weekend. Um, and I was just like, no, you got to go. Stop with the bullshit. You got to go. So, you know, in the next couple of months, I want to go. Um, which is also going to be, you know, uh, I'm going to have to. To commit myself to to going for the right reasons. You know, usually like back in the day when we used to go every year for Christmas, like many others, um, you go and you want to, you know, you want to look your best when you're out there. You want to you wanna see, see everybody and for everybody to see you and to know that you're doing good and that you're looking good, you know? And, and also because we come from a small town and you know, well, I don't know if you know, but when you come from a small town, there's a lot of like gente criticona, you know, and you grow up with the idea of like, oh my God, you know, que no vayan a verte like all fucking beat up. And, and then they're going to say, I know, pobrecita, era como vino de Estados Unidos, looking a hot ass mess. I know, you know, stuff like that. So you don't want them to see you like that. So you want them to see you your best. And your best, according to yourself, could be many things. You know, your best could be going over there looking fit. Or your best can be going over there with a lot of bling and, you know, make, showing out. 
or your best could go going over there and looking happy or whatever, you know, it's just whatever you choose. And when I think about me going down there, I think about me going down there and like being me, you know, like the heavy makeup and my blonde hair and my low cut shirts and all that stuff. But you know what, you guys, the way things are down there, especially in, in, you know, Michoacan right now, they've always kind of been, but you know, you don't want to call too much attention. And especially coming from a small town, you guys, I mean, in a small town, you do call attention, like any little abnormal thing out of the norm, it calls attention, Uh, you know, and there I am over here being an attention whore. I can't do that. You know, I can no longer do that. And so I'm gonna have to, you know, if I go, I'm gonna have to kick rocks and I'm gonna have to tone the fuck down on everything because you just, you know, don't want to call attention, if you know what I mean. So, but that shouldn't be the reason one goes anyway. You shouldn't want to go back home up and that I show you now. You should want to go back home to see your family, to see where you, you know, your, tu tierra. Can't wait to see our home. I can't wait to be in there and lay down on the bed and just breathe because my house has this certain smell that, you know, I love it. It has memories. I grew up there. I love it. I love it. I love everything about the town that I come from. I want to go walk the streets. I want to go, quiero ir arriba la cruz, quiero sentarme up there and just breathe and be looking down, you know, at the town and just admiring it and, and, and just breathing and enjoying it and and go to El Ojo de Agua and just put my hands in the water and, you know, drink from it and go to La Plaza and sit down and comprarme una nieve de fresa de agua and, and comprarme unos pepinos, una pap- unas papas, comprarme, you know, whatever, and just chill and go to Misa el domingo. And and after church, you know, buy some gelatinas from the girls that are selling churros and gelatinas right there, you know, right outside church. And and go see, see my grandpa at the cemetery and take him flowers. And, and go see my sobrinos at the cemetery too and, and take them flowers. And go hug my aunts and my grandma and see my cousins and all of that good stuff. I don't care if I wear no ounce of makeup. If I, you know, whatever I have to do to blend in more. To not want to bring any unnecessary problems and anything that could anything you know but yeah let's see what happens you guys i'll keep you guys posted but i'm gonna record some other episode right now because there is other things i want to talk about but on this one i just wanted to keep it 
supposedly me just about the LA trip, but look what I'm talking about. Orale, pues, you guys, se me cuidan. This is your homegirl, Miss Crazy, checking out. Las quiero un chingo. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget, you know, that you have somebody here that is sending nothing but positive vibes your way. Love you guys. Se me cuidan. Al ratos. <laughs>